All right. How's it going? Xander Fryer, CEO and founder of High Impact Coaching here with Zach White, CEO of Oasis of Courage. So excited to have Zach here. Zach's, he's a engineering lion tamer. He's a coach of engineers and engineering life master, if you will. I'm really excited to chat with Zach today. He's got an amazing story about how he quit his nine to five and built a 25K a month coaching business this year. So super excited to dig into all of that with you, Zach, and welcome to the show. Man, it's awesome to be here, Xander. And engineering lion tamer is going to be my new title on LinkedIn, I think. <laughs> well, being an engineer, right? I know, I know what it actually takes to be able to wrangle and coach engineers. Yeah. So, you know, I gotta, I gotta give you props for that. So thanks, man. Beautiful. So before we kind of get into the details of your story, I'd love for everybody to just kind of hear about, you know, it's a year from when you quit your nine to five job. So I want to kind of paint a picture for everybody of what can happen in a year. So it's a year from when you quit your nine to five. What are you doing now? Where is your business at? What is it that you do in your business? And then we can kind of go back into how we got here. I think that'd be really helpful. Perfect. Like Xander said, I'm coaching engineers, mostly in the US, some around the world, and helping them to create you know, the career, but also the life that they desire. And Oasis of Courage, or OACO for short, you know, really exists on this belief that you know, as engineers, we, and I say we because I'm also one, we'll talk about that in a little bit, but we Me let too, fear, oh, yeah, <laughs> exactly, uh, used to be one, I should say. Yeah. You know, Man, fear gets in the way of doing what you know needs to be done to advance in your career. And we get so focused on failure modes and what can go wrong in our lives. And so built a really powerful program to help people break through that and get what they deserve. You know, engineers are overworked and undervalued. That's this idea that we talk about all the time. And so now I'm, you know, CEO of this company. Interesting, by the way, as you're running through this, I'm like, are we talking about engineers? Or are we talking about coaches? Like <laughs> they're, they're, so, they're very parallel. They get in their totally. head, they overthink, they're overworked yeah. and undervalued, like very, oh, a man. lot of parallels here. So right now, just awesome to even say this. I've got a team of four people, which yeah. is incredible. Just months ago, it was me hammering away by myself you know, we're doing, like you said, 25K a month in cash in the business, and it's growing really fast. Uh, yeah. I'm extremely excited. And more than that, it's the impact that it's having on these individual engineers' lives. It's everything that I dreamed of when I did quit my nine to five to become a coach. And it, to see it coming into reality now, you know, it's kind of like you want to pinch yourself, is this really happening? But at the same time, now that vision of, wow, what kind of an impact can this have in another year? Yeah. when this continues to grow. So it's absolutely been an incredible journey and couldn't be happier with where I, it's at. So I, I want to, I want to actually, I, I, I want to veto this a little bit rather than digging into your past. Cause I want to get there. Uh, you just brought up a really good point that I want to echo. It's like you, you're making 25 K a month right now, but you're growing, right? You're, you've got a team yeah. and you're growing rapidly. Um, you know, and I think something that you've done very well, you know, over the last year is uh, you've built to scale. Right. You've, you've built, uh, you know, a lot of, I think a lot of people out there, you know, there's so many flashy, shiny objects on Instagram and on Facebook and on LinkedIn and YouTube. And it's like, you do this and you can make 10 K a month this month and this and that and blah, blah, blah. But like you've, you've done something very well over the last year. And we'll dig into that. That has allowed you to get to this point now where you're having this like hockey stick moment. Right. And you're yes. just like right at the, the corner of the hockey stick. Totally. Right? So like the 25 K a month is not even like, right. Like, where, like, at, let's go to this. Like, where do you think you're going to be in a year now? You know, it, it is completely believable for my own vision and the building blocks that are in place now 
to be doing six figures a month yeah. in this business a year from now. And, and I, I mean, can say that with a straight face and total confidence that there really is nothing but myself that can get in the way of letting that happen because, because of the foundation that's been laid and because of my confidence and the value that this is bringing to an audience that, you know, there are countless engineers who feel the way that we just described yeah. and they need this. And I absolutely am passionate about helping them get it. So yeah, I, I don't know how many six figures we're talking, but I, I want to be a hundred K or more a month in cash mm -hmm. in this business and a big team supporting transforming people's lives in this it, space. It's, it's so cool, especially as a coach, right? As coaches, we're all dreamers, right? We love to go, oh, like I'm, I'm gonna take this to six figures a month. But you're sitting here and the engineering side of you, the, the totally. realist side of you is like, I don't know how I'm not going to make six figures in a, in a month, in a year. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah no, that's, you're an absolutely right. that's an amazing spot to be in when you can actually see the exact roadmap and the trajectory that that's, uh, that's bringing up. Um, so that's super cool. Let's get you, let's get you to six figures a month within the next year. Um, now let's take it back to the beginning. Okay. Just a year ago, you quit your nine to five to, to start your, your coaching business. Uh, talk to me about that. What caused you to quit your nine to five? Why'd you start it? Like I'm always interested in hearing people's stories and, um, you know, how you really just got into it in the beginning. Sure. You know, I had a very successful engineering career going at Whirlpool Corporation. I uh, tr truthfully was a natural at it. I had this mix between the technical skill set, but the people skills, you know, whatever, call it the hybrid engineer. I loved business. I loved marketing. I was good at engineering. But what happened for me, Xander, is I actually fell into the classic nine to fiver trap of my pursuit of success and yeah. just desiring more and more and more of the career success caused me to make silly one dimensional decisions where I gave all of my life to the corporation yeah. for, you know, really not enough in terms of return. I not ended a lot up for what you got back. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the, the key moment, you know, I'll just be totally transparent is when I was sitting across the table from an, a divorce attorney yeah. looking at my life saying, what happened? How did I get here? I thought I was on top of the world. Everything was going great. And meanwhile, my whole life came off the rails. Yeah. And it was in the process of healing from that, that I actually hired my first coach Yeah. and went through what was a transformational couple of years in my life. And my career actually exploded after that. I got promoted every year. Uh, my, my salary went from like 75K to, you know, multiple six figures with bonuses and all the other things that you can get when you're in big company, you know, work at the senior manager level. And, you know, it was, it was awesome. And I actually worked less. I got more results and my life was more balanced and I fell in love with coaching and I had a coach for myself that whole time. Yeah. And at the beginning it was like for us to want to coach though. So like so many people, they, like we need to go through something negative. We need to go through something uncomfortable or almost bad to like be like, oh, okay, shit, I need to change. I need to get some help here. Completely. Right? Completely. Yeah. And I started training as a coach because I thought it would help me in my nine to five. I really believed it would, and it does, yeah. by the way, PS, it does. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I wanted to be able to coach my team members better. And then, you know, what happened is you just pick up signals, right? More people want to talk to you than you have time to talk to. People start saying they're willing to pay you for time outside the office. And it's like, wow, this is interesting. Yeah. I had this entrepreneurial itch for years and years. I've always had side hustle companies. I've always been involved in small business locally in my community. And, you know, just knew one day I would exit. 
but yeah. I never knew what it would be. Yeah. And just, it was, I mean, you can think of these moments, like suddenly all the stars online, it's like, holy cow, I have this passion for coaching. I love doing it. People are willing to pay me to do it while I'm in my nine to five. Why am I not building a company around this yeah. and taking my story as an engineer who felt all of these same things and made the same mistakes and go help people to work through this and create the career and the life that I'm experiencing. And yeah. you know, that was the day Awako was born was when those things just became obvious. And it was only a few months after that, that I actually walked out the door. Um, you know, the, the moment that made it easy yeah. was I had another one of those corporate experiences where they basically say, Hey, we want you to take a new job that you didn't ask for and that you don't want to do, but we yeah. need you to do it. Yeah. And I just said, thanks, but no thanks. You know, I've done this no, three I'm times good. in my career and I'm out. And yeah. Yep. Yeah. Awesome, man. Well, congratulations on leaving your job a year ago. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so tell me about, okay, so now, now we're like, okay, I've got this, this passion for coaching. Uh, I know that I'm good. I'm like, let's go get into the business. And, you know, of course, what happens is all of a sudden we just hit all of our, all of our dreams and all of our goals, right? Right away, everything we've ever wanted comes to fruition, right? Oh, absolutely. It's exactly my story, Xander. <laughs> It's like you were there. I knew it. I knew it's it like every time. <laughs> oh God. You know, it's, it's like that roller coaster feeling, right? You're, you're clicking up the first ramp, the first big hill and all this energy builds and everything else. And then you quit your job and it's like, you're going to go off and you, there's free falling feeling those first few days. Yeah. And what you're expecting to happen is you're going to come back up another hill and start this really exciting ride. Yeah. But what actually happened was I just free falled to the bottom and came to a screeching halt. And it just slammed into the floor. <laughs> there is nothing. There was nothing there. To catch. <laughs> I, I had an idea of what I would do, yeah. which was basically, hey, I'm going to leverage my network. I'm going to get a bunch of clients. I'm going to charge them 250 bucks an hour to sit and talk to me. Yeah. And I'm going to make more money than I made at Whirlpool. It's going to be great. Yeah. That was the big idea. Yeah. And none that of that happened. It sounds so easy in all the Facebook ads, right? Oh my goodness. You know, and, and I would say Xander within, within two months of having quit the pace of cash disappearing from my savings account and the lack of cash coming into my business was terrifying. Yeah. Like, absolutely terrifying. And as an engineer and as a guy who really did want to build a business that can impact a lot of people in the long yeah. run, what scared me the most was not only am I not making any money, but I don't have any real strategy for how to build something that can scale at all. Yeah. It's just me and my time that I'm trying to trade for money. And yeah. that, that's what scared me even more. Yeah, not having, not having the steps, not having, if you want to bake a cake, you've never baked a cake before, yeah. you don't have a recipe right now. Yep. Yeah. Totally. And, cool. and there were some really dark days in there. It was like, I'll tell you one short story. My, my wife and I, I mean, she has been the most supportive, amazing woman you could ever ask for in a journey like this. But one night I was in one of those low places where you start saying stupid stuff because your, yep. your mind is wandering into every possible fear and terrible outcome that can happen. Yep. And she says to me, hey, somebody mentioned to me that it's really convenient to drive for UPS because they have great benefits. And what she meant was like, maybe you can do that to get a little bit of income to help yeah. you build this thing up in the meantime. All I heard in my mind was, I'm about to become a freaking UPS driver. I yeah. just quit my 
unbelievable career to become multiple, a UPS driver. Multiple six-figure career to become exactly. a UPS driver. I was like, I mean, I didn't even sleep that night. All I could think about was, I'm going to be a freaking UPS driver. This yeah. just happened. And yeah. Anyway, yeah. so. So obviously, obviously you didn't become a UPS driver, did you? No, I never, I never applied for UPS. Okay. USPS, not UPS. Um, okay, so... <laughs> Uh, obviously, like, obviously you, you didn't die. You didn't stay didn't on rock bottom. Um, I'm assuming there was, you know, a slow climb back up to the top of that hill. So, so run me through like, you know, the next, uh, you know, run me through the next like six months of your journey. Yeah. And, like, what, how you actually started to build this up. So, you know, the thing that I'm incredibly grateful for was in that dark place of like, I have no idea what to do. Yeah. The one thing that I knew from my career and from all the personal development stuff I had done and the coaching I had received was find a model, yeah. find the, the path that works, find the person who already has proven it can be done, find success, go mo model success, yeah. right? That's Tony, one thing. Tony always Robbins do. always says success leaves clues, right? Totally, so. totally. So, you know, I believe in that wholeheartedly and I started searching and honestly, you know, the, the fortune, of me being connected on LinkedIn by a random message from a guy named Xander Fryer and telling me he had this coaching program that I should consider if I wanted to scale my business came at the perfect time. If you yeah. message me three months sooner, I would have ignored you. If yeah. you message me three months later, I'm broke. I probably am back in my nine to five. So, yeah. you know, I get on the phone. But what you're telling with, me is that one message is a future six figure a month message. Yeah, yes. I literally owe that one message coming at the right time and yeah. me being in a place to receive it. A huge debt of gratitude for the fact that I'm doing 25 K a month right now and sky's the limit. Truth. I think, I think that's a, I think that's a really important thing to remember for everybody because especially as coaches, like one of the, one of the most important or one, one of the biggest issues I should say that we have is our fear of putting ourselves out there. And, and getting our offer in front of people and, yes. and letting people know about it, right? And one of, my, one of my favorite things that Dean Jackson always says, he says, businesses don't die because you don't have a great service or a great product, right? Businesses die because people who need you don't know that you exist. Mm, so good. Right? And that's like, this is, this is like perfect, like a perfect example of that, right? It's like, you didn't know I existed before and had we, you know, had we missed the timing and reached out to you too late, right? It, it, we would have missed our window. We would have missed our opportunities. Yeah. So we have to make sure that we are in front of people on the day that they need it, right? On the exact day that they need us, we need to make sure that we're there and ready saying like, hey, you need, you need our help, right? And so many coaches are afraid to do that. So that's, I think that's a huge lesson for people. Yeah, if that's the only thing the audience, you know, coaches listening to this takeaway is to remember when you do that scary thing and reach out to somebody, you could be what Xander was to me in that moment. The person- $100,000 a month. Sets <laughs> things in motion for them to, yeah, 100 grand a month, literally. So, you know, I enrolled in the HIC program. It was unbelievable experience because it gave me exactly what I wanted in terms of here's the blueprint, here's the model that you're looking for on how to build a coaching business that can scale. And, you know, I'm gonna steal this right out of Xander's playbook, right? I wanted to build a coaching business but just do coaching. Yeah. And, and the reality is if you want to be a coach and run a coaching business, you have to build a business. And, you yeah. know, luckily I wanted to do that anyway. So it just, for me, it was like, 
being right at home. It felt great. Yeah. Like, ah, oh, here it is. The systems, the plans, the approach, you know, and then now you've had to face your own baggage. Your own, all your own stuff. Yeah. <laughs> your own stuff. And so honestly, what began was, you know, six months of constantly bumping up against my own limits, my own mindsets, my own, you know, fears. And that journey is what allows Oweko, the oasis of courage, to have a real message to share now. Because yeah. if I don't go through that myself, I can't help the people who I, I'm helping. Today. I, think that's, I think that's so important to understand too, because especially as we become coaches, like if any of us as coaches pretend that we've quote unquote done the work, you are fucking lying to yourself. <laughs> like you're, you're not lying to me, you're lying to yourself. Yes. Right? Because like, I, I don't care, you know, we're, we're, we're at the multi seven figure range and I know I still have so much shit to work on, right? And it's like, if you think you've done the work, you're, you're wrong. If you think that you can do the work in just like a day or a week or something like that, you're wrong. It's an, it's an ongoing process. It's like you mentioned, six months of just doing that, just to get your, yourself in this business to where it is right now. Pushing up against comfort zones, pushing up against fears, pushing up against limiting beliefs. As coaches, we all go, oh yeah, but I teach people to get out of their comfort zone, right? And you're like, well, you get out of your comfort zone where you're comfortable getting out of your comfort zone but not where you're uncomfortable getting out of your comfort zone, right? Otherwise, you'd have all the things you've ever wanted, right? <laughs> Pretty crazy. So the, the one thing I want people to hear too about those first six months, Xander, is there was not 25K coming into the business yeah. for those six months. This is, this is really important too. Can you kind of walk, walk yeah. through that? Yeah. You know, <laughs> I think, well, I just think a lot of people have this very skewed idea with all totally. the Facebook ads and all the Instagram ads and they're just like, you know, uh, you know, put a dime into this magic funnel and out pops a hundred bucks. <laughs> totally. totally. Well, who, like, know, how, like, how would that be possible? If that was real, everybody would do it. And then once exactly. everybody started to do it, it would stop working because there would exactly. be too many people selling and not enough people buying. hundred percent. And you know, I'd be lying to you if I said there weren't days where I really hoped and thought that's how it was going to go. You know, yeah, we all fall into that. Just like, surely, maybe just for me, could it happen? This Come on. Time? Yeah. Let but, me win the lotto just one yeah. time. And, and the truth is I did not win any lottos in this journey at all. Um, I busted my ass for day in and day out, learning, trying things, dealing with my own garbage, learning, trying new things, and then committing to what was proven to work yeah but wasn't working for me yet because i was on day one and it takes 100 days or whatever to get to the level where it's awesome you know yeah. like there was you know i'll use linkedin as a lead gen tool for example you know i i was using linkedin and we have this incredible system that xander teaches us around how to get leads and now i got more than i can handle but at the beginning it's crickets right and like yeah. well xander it's not working you're like, Zach, how long have you been doing this? Like a week. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, remember, I remember this conversation, by like, the way. <laughs> it, it doesn't, it's not like that, right? If, what do you mean it's not working? And, and the cool thing for me is as an engineer, we could kind of speak geek together. And it's like, you know, you don't have enough data to really say anything. You're just at the beginning. Trust the system. Trust the system. Trust the system. Yeah. So pouring energy, pouring focus onto the things that were proven to work and believing in a result that I was not seeing yet yeah. required a level of persistence that I never had to use in my nine to five. Never. Yeah. It was yeah. way harder. Yeah. Uh, 
just being honest. Well, I think that, you know, this, that's the thing that I always tell people, you know, people, people get this idea of entrepreneurship and they get the idea of the freedom, the financial freedom, the time freedom, the doing things that you love. Right. But I always tell people like entrepreneurship is way fucking harder than a nine to five. Yeah. Every day 100%. of the week it is way harder. Right. So you have to really have like the balls or the lady balls if you want to commit to doing this and going through that process. 100%, man. I'll tell you one story that really, it's like the pinnacle of this pressure cooker that I was under. Yeah. You know, I, this might have been December of last year, and I'm working the system and I'm doing my thing, and I get on the phone with somebody and I closed a sale. It was my first sale to close in my new program that I had just developed. And, it, you know, it was, I think it was at 6K or something. I was really yeah. pumped. And I mean, top of the world. In that moment, I was unstoppable. I was going to be doing 30K a month in no time. Game that up. afternoon, she emails me and cancels, you know, once out of the program, reneges, wants yep. a refund. Yep. So this morning, I'm on cloud nine. By 5 p.m., I'm in the darkest place I've ever been. Like you this is in never. The sewage. Oh, I, I'm like, it's never going to work. No one's ever going to buy. I can't believe this. Like, yeah. Okay. That night, it's probably like 2 a.m. I couldn't sleep. I go out in the, in the living room of my apartment. I'm on my laptop. I open up LinkedIn and I'm sending messages to people on LinkedIn like two in the morning and I'm literally bawling my eyes out, sniffling yeah. like a little you know, girl who's got kicked in the face on the playground yeah. and, and just as confused as I've ever been in my life. Like, what am I doing? Yeah. You know, this is crazy. I'm trying to like do the thing. I'm trying to force it to happen. And I just mentally a mess. And that moment in like a microcosm describes the kinds of things yeah. that surface and you face on this journey. And I think like, you know, it's, it's, that's, that's such a good point too, because like every, like every entrepreneur, every successful entrepreneur I've ever talked to has had that moment. I mean, you've seen, you saw my moment in, in our modules for everybody who's, who's listening in our modules. I actually, I did a video log for the first like three or four months of my entrepreneurial journey. And there's like, there's a couple videos, like one of them's at like four in the morning and I hadn't slept and I'd like just finished bawling my eyes out. And I'm just like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, this is never going to, and I'm just like, I'm a mess. Right. And I think this is the side of entrepreneurship that nobody, nobody talks yes. about, but it's like, just like you mentioned, like we all have to go through those moments and prove to ourselves that we're not going to quit. Right. And if we, if we can prove to ourselves that we can make it through that moment and not quit, if we're not going to quit and we keep getting better every day and every week, well then eventually there's only one outcome. It's success. Absolutely. Right? I love Absolutely. That. So the, the great story here is by leaning in and trusting that things that were already proven to work will still work, which, yeah. you know, as an engineer, I'm a smart guy. You'd think I could have come to that conclusion yeah. at one but point. Then our, then our emotions get in the way and all the other things get in the way. And then totally. Yeah. And, and it did, right. I started to get traction, you know, finding leads started to get easy you know, getting people on the phone and doing sales, you know, that was the next thing, yeah. mastering that process, you know, that started to click. I started to see my sales close rate go up. And then this, this business, which, you know, what is the business? It's a system that can deliver the value that can create the value for you so that 
you can go consistently do what it is you want to do, yeah. which is be a coach, right? And that machine, that system started working extremely well. Yeah. And I realized, you know, whatever number of months ago it was, like all the building blocks are in place now to start to scale the team, to grow this to the next level. There's cash coming in. I'm paying my bills again for the first time in yeah. a long time. And there's a surplus here. And so what I love about the way you teach coaches how to build this is then we know exactly where to put that surplus, right? Yeah. Where's the high leverage point in the system of the business to now go crank this thing. So now that we've deliver. got this engine, right? This beautiful Ferrari engine that we've built, like let's put some high octane fuel in this thing totally. and crank up the revs, right? right? Yeah. More RPMs, right? Exactly. Yeah. And, and that's where I find myself right now. It's like, where's that next place to apply energy into that engine to continue yeah. to grow the whole system? So you went, so you went from, you went from not getting any leads. So obviously now you're generating, like how many leads do you generate now on LinkedIn? Uh, like last week I took uh, 26 first time, like cold calls. We call them clarity calls, 26 calls in a week. Yeah, um, off of LinkedIn last week. So I, you know, I think yeah, you know, we, it, I think we underestimate or we overestimate what we can accomplish in like like a month or a two month period. But like a year ago, if you were to see, if you were to say like, okay, you had to go through like six months of like real work your ass off hell to get to a point where like now you're generating more than a hundred calls a month. That's right. Right. Like as a coach, you look at that and you're like damn. Okay. Like I just, I, I need to put in the work, but when you're in the thick of it, when you're it, like, when you're in the mud crawling through the barbed wire, you're like, this is never going to work to get me the hell out of here. Right. Yeah. When it's not just a hundred random people either, yeah. right. It's, it's a hundred people who I can help 90 of them. And yeah. so that's, that's, what's really exciting. It, you know, the, the work that's been done makes it so that every part of that process, every part of that machine is delivering it's intended outcome. It's not yeah. just random firing. You know, when I first quit, I, I tried <laughs> some stuff on Instagram and Facebook, you know, random people inquire. That, yeah. That doesn't count. <laughs> <You know? laughs> like, nobody cares. So. Oh man, that's too funny. So, yeah. okay. So build the business engine, start to put some, some high octane gas into this thing. Obviously that kind of brings us to where we are now. Um, looking back on your journey on how you got here, what would you say, what would you say is like one of the biggest mistakes you may have made in that process or one of the biggest, biggest things that you did that was the wrong thing to do in that process? You know, for me, the, the biggest mistake was getting so attached to what it needed to look like and the goals that I had set versus being willing to detach myself from some of the how yeah. and just stay focused on like, I know the vision and trust and experiment and be open. And like, you know, this idea of like you clench your fists around what you desire so much when we, it's like, you just the open hand, you gotta be yeah. willing to receive clench your it. your fist and you murder it. Like you just yeah. turn it into dust. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, and I know maybe for some people listening, this is a little bit, you know, nebulous or, or heady or whatever. But I, I think the point is I got so attached to like, I need to drive this amount of cash into the business by this date, or I'm going to run out of money and, and it has to look this way. And I need X clients and I need the, and at this price. And yeah. Okay. If I go back to those things, 
I'm not charging that price. I'm not even serving those types of clients. I'm like, nothing looks the way that I thought it would look today back then. And if I had been more willing to, you know, honestly have faith and just come at this with an open hand from the very beginning, it would have been a completely different experience. Amazing. Amazing to hear an engineer, a left brain guy talk about the need for faith. (laughs) I, shoot, I mean, Xander, you talk about this all the time, but you, you cannot do entrepreneurship without faith. Entrepreneurship yeah. is not rational. Like, let's, let, like this, is, this is two engineers talking <laughs> no, about this. Seriously. Entrepreneurship is not a rational path. Like, if you, yeah. if you stop to rationalize entrepreneurship, it is, not, like, it is not the right choice. Every time my left brain tried to take over to explain entrepreneurship, it was like, that's going to kill you. Yep. And I was like, okay, like, just go sit down. Like, go sit, let, let my right brain take over for just a little bit of time. Because it's, totally. it's, you have to have faith. You have to be a little bit batshit crazy. 100%. I mean, in engineering school, what, we talk about probabilistic decision-making, right? Bayesian yeah. modeling. And I'm like, like, I'm here to predict the future. What's likely to happen? Well, if you take entrepreneurship and apply a probabilistic decision-making paradigm to it, <laughs> It tells you you're a freaking idiot for ever even considering It tells you go back to a nine to five. Exactly. And so I I think you're 100% right. And I wish, even though maybe in my head I knew that, in my heart, I wasn't willing to believe it. It's it's one thing to know it. It's another thing to actually live it. Yeah. Yeah. So that'd be my biggest piece for people is, you know, if if you don't have the people around you, the the Xanders of the world to support you in creating that kind of mindset, you got to get it. Because- Otherwise, it's, you're going to experience the okay. same pain and you're going to fail. Yeah, that's a, huge, that's a huge part of it, right? We talk about like environments dictate your destiny, right? So, you know, had you stayed around a bunch of people who were nine to fivers, right? It's like life, it, just like you noticed, life and business is always going to find a way to punch you in the face, right? <laughs> yes. It's going to hit you right in the nose, right when you don't want it to, right? And when you get knocked down, who's going to pick you up? You have friends and family picking you up. Now, are those friends and family, nine to five friends and family, meaning they pick you up, they go, mm-hmm. oh, Zach, you gave it the old college try, great work, like, let's go grab a beer and watch some Netflix. They, they love you, but that's all that they know, yes. right? And if you surround yourself with other entrepreneurs, right, when Zach gets punched in the face, you know, one of them grabs you and goes, oh, man, that looked, that looked like it hurt. I remember when that happened to me. Yes. Get the fuck up. Let's get going. You got work to do, Right. It's like, who are you surrounding yourself with? Because that's going to dictate your destiny for sure. Man, 100%. Who you're in proximity to matters so much. And it matters more now than ever for me as an entrepreneur. And and I know, uh, I swear Xander didn't pay me to say this, but I can't say enough about the HIC team, the high impact coaching. Don't worry, I will will pay you after this if it's good enough. (laughs) No, but you know, I joined because I wanted this business system. That was what the engineer in me wanted. And, and that has paid back a thousand times what I, you know, and, and eventually it'll be more than that. Right. But, but the people side of this being in proximity to someone who's been there, who gets it, who can speak into your life, exactly those words you need when you need it. You know, that's even, it's even more important to me because the experience of life is, you know, equally important to the results. Yeah. Right. I want to enjoy it every day. Yeah. I want to have that experience. So I, you know, the family you here don't want to always live in the deep, dark mud. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I love it, man. 
Um, so I got a, I got a question for you. Um, and then we can kind of wrap this up. I, I oh. want you to think, to think of this for a second. Uh, if you could think of the three characteristics that you think are necessary for someone to be successful as a coach, what do you think those three characteristics should be? I'm noodling. I'm marinating is my word for this. And, um, I think the first one that popped in my head is actually love. Yeah. I think love, um, you know, just being willing to greet every situation of your life, every person in your life with love. Yeah. Because like, that's your greatest weapon. If you can approach any situation with love, then fear and doubt and stupid things have no, like they can't coexist. No no real hold. They'll be there. They'll always be there, but they'll have no real hold. Yeah. So I think love is, is a powerful one. Um, the second would be persistence. Just being willing to consistently do whatever it takes to take one more step. Yeah. And every time you get knocked down, getting back up one more time, you know, I love um, Ogmandino's book, The Greatest Salesman in the World. If you haven't read it, I recommend yeah. it. But in one of the chapters of there, he talks about this idea that I will persist until I succeed. Like that is how long I will persist. So success is guaranteed for me yeah. because I won't stop until I succeed. So that, I, that's huge, right? Because I think a lot of people, a lot of people stop and ask like, how long do I have to do this for? Well, the simple fact that you have that thought in your mind tells me that you really don't want it. <laughs> Agreed. Right? Agreed. Because yeah, like you mentioned, like, uh, you know, it, if you just agree to persist until you succeed, you can't fail. I love it. I, I, I just want that statement you made to sort of land on people like, you can't fail. Yeah. You may experience temporary setbacks, short-term failure, but if you will persist until you succeed, you can't fail. And that's the life that I'm living right now. And it feels awesome. I love it. So love, persistence. And the third one I'm, I'm wrestling with, but I would say, um, it's, it's like somewhere between gratitude and generosity. Like if you're focused on scarcity and, and a lack and you're selfish, you're not going to succeed in the world of entrepreneurship. Like yeah. you got to lead with generosity. You've got to lead with abundance. This idea that there's more than enough. This isn't a pie that we're slicing for 10 people. It's like, I'm going to grow the pie through my actions. Yeah. And everybody can have all they want. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure which one word describes it the best, but it's that attitude. It's like, yeah. I will lead with gratitude and generosity and I, I, it's, it's so interesting because I want to point something out here and I'd love to get your thoughts on this because I think a lot of coaches think or want to think they're leading with uh, abundance and generosity, right? And they go, oh, I'm going to give all my, you know, give all my goods to the world, right? And I'm going to give it to you for free. I feel like I just, I just struck a nerve with you for a second. No, this is, uh, I love where you're going with but, this. But so, you know, in, in my opinion, right, that's actually not them leading with generosity. That's actually leading them with, that's leading with fear. Yes. They're actually, they're actually afraid to ask for what they're really worth. Right. And the reality is people who pay, pay attention. So if you're trying to give shit to people for free who are not committed, they're actually not going to get the result. So you're doing it to feel good, which is actually a selfish thing because you're afraid of people judging you also based out of fear. Right. But then you say it's because you're a good person and you want to give it to the world. Right. 
Yeah. So I'm, I'm so, what are your thoughts on this? (laughs) I'm so glad that you keyed off on that because I don't want somebody to hear it the wrong way. And what you just said is a hundred percent true. And, and I don't know anybody in our program who wouldn't agree that anecdotally, every single person who I've discounted or given away my stuff to gets no results. None. They, they do not move forward. Can we pause this? Can we pause this and rewind? (laughs) And I'm going to push play. Say that one more time. 100% play 100% of the people who got my stuff or my coaching for free got no results okay they don't make shifts in their life they don't change the way you can't transform people by giving it away yeah and so you when I say lead with generosity I don't mean don't value your work yeah in fact the exact opposite is true that by inviting that person to level up to paying what you're worth, you're inviting them to reach that next place in their life. And yeah. that is real gratitude and that's, generosity. That's coaching. That's coaching. That 100%. like inviting them to take the opportunity to change and transform and do something intentionally courageous and purposeful. That is nothing but coming from a place of service. 100%. I love when that. someone says they can't afford it, for you to say back, how can you, and invite them to rise to that challenge, like the coaching's already begun. And when they do, and when you then help them transform their life from that place, sky's the limit. It's unbelievable. Yeah. But um, yeah, also, I just, I love that you caught that. And, you know, when I say gratitude as a posture of the heart, yeah. it doesn't mean give away and because and, that's not helping people. That's not in service of yeah. anybody. That's totally fear using gratitude and generosity as a disguise. I, love, I just love that this is just a couple of engineering dudes talking about love and gratitude. Yeah, uh, No big deal. Having oh, a good goodness. time. Um, awesome. Dude, Zach, I think, this, I think this has been incredibly helpful. I think a lot of people are going to really enjoy this. Um, I've got one last question for you, and then we'll, then we'll sure. kind of take it away. Uh, I know you and your wife are big yoga fans. Uh, what's, what's your favorite yoga posture? Uh, probably Suptavada, Suptavada Kavasana, the one where you're sitting like a butterfly, butterfly pose, like seated with your feet together. And the reason is because it's the only one I can do better than my wife. (laughs) She's, she's super flexible and she's amazing at like all the postures and we do acro yoga and a lot of fun stuff. But, um, like for whatever reason, my hips are very flexible and hers are pretty tight. So that's like the one pose. The one time you get to be like, I can kind of. Babe, you got to work on this a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, hey, babe, you know, check out my stuff about it fast. You know, I, I, so I think that's, that's probably the one that comes to mind, but uh, really oh, stupid man. reason. I'm sure a yoga instructor would be like shaking their head right now. Like, you're supposed Whatever. to be keeping it on your own mat. Zach. Whatever. This one, this one is about us. <laughs> I love it, man. Beautiful. Zach, I think this has been great. Thank you for everything. Um, Zach, where can people learn more about you and OACO? Yeah, you know, the, the place I live the most is on LinkedIn. And so yeah. if you, you know, look for Zach White at Oasis of Courage, Oaco, O-A-C-O, that's the company. You can find me there. And also, you know, oasisofcourage.com is my uh, domain. You can find things about me there. The website's being rebuilt and relaunched really soon. I'm excited about that. But uh, those would be the two best places. Or if someone really wants to connect with me directly, feel free to email me. It's, it's Zach, Z-A-C-H, at oasisofcourage.com.
Perfect. Awesome, Zach. Thank you so much. Uh, for everybody out there who got, who got anything from this, feel free to share this with the coach that needs to hear this story. Um, you know, obviously, for everybody out there in podcast land, if you want to catch these interviews live, uh, go to xanderfryer.com forward slash FB group. And for any coaches out there that want our help uh, getting your business to that six-figure mark uh, over the next few months rather than the next few years, uh, go to xanderfryer.com forward slash apply, grab 15 minutes. We'll dig into your business, give you a free business audit and see what you need to focus on to really get going. So Zach, again, thank you for coming. Thank you for joining. And I'm sure we'll get, get you back on the podcast soon. All right, man. Thanks. Pleasure, Xander. Yep. Have a good one. You too.